coming up in today's episode. The sad thing is that if you were to actually survey the internal dialogue of every single human, there's going to be some humans where most of what they say to themselves during the day is, I should have, oh, I could have, why didn't this happen? And I'll guarantee you that the most successful people on planet Earth are not talking to themselves in non-reality. Welcome to episode 77 of Enter the Mind podcast, the most real talk, no nonsense podcast on the empowering of the mind. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about tools for self-confidence. Before we get to that, Kira, how's it going this week? Going well. Going fucking well. Mm. Very happy about this week. Uh, how's it going for you? Very, very strong. Uh, this morning I woke up and as I was transitioning from the dream world into this world, I, um, I saw a glimpse of some amazing things in a parallel reality. And, uh, and it produced a whole new insight and I'm at a whole new level uh, spiritually. So I know that sounds a little bit woo-woo, but hey, it's, uh, it's about being open-minded to the truths that are knocking on your door, isn't it? It is. So it really speaking. is. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm so happy for you. But no, genuinely, that's what that's what happened this morning. It was cool. Um, so speaking of truths, uh, let's get into this talk about confidence. Uh, what kind of tools would you like to share for building self confidence? My first one is um, mimicking somebody with high self-confidence. And I feel like this is tossed around so much. But like when I say mimic, I mean, you watch them, you feel them, you put yourself into your into their body and say, what the fuck are they feeling? And you're so capable of stepping into somebody else's energy and feeling what they feel because you know it, you know it. It's, it's 100%. So for social confidence, maybe I will look at a group of people and I'll see that they're so cool and like happy with each other. Um, and I, I look at them. I look at each one of them. I feel their energy. I feel their vibes and I tap into their awareness. I tap into their consciousness and then it comes into me. And then I practice it. So for confidence in the workplace, I do the exact same thing. Maybe for Grant Cardone or Elena Cardone, I, I look at them, I study them. I go into their energy. I feel their confidence and I mimic it. I just want to say that's really deep. Ah, yeah. Why? That's deep and intense because you're like, you're in a social environment and you're like studying other people's energy and like, putting yourself in their perspective. I don't know. That's probably, I don't, don't expect a lot of people to be doing that when they're out socially. It's, uh, it's funny. I actually, I do it a lot, like, like a lot. Um, I just, I love, if I see something that, that is working for somebody, if somebody is like in an area of life that I want to be in, I will literally go to myself. I'll say, pretend to be them for a minute. <laughs> Just pretend to be them. You've watched them enough. You know their mannerisms. You know what they're feeling. Pretend to be them for a minute. So I pretend to be them for a minute. And all of a sudden, my mind opens up to like all of this beauty. And I'm like, okay, 
Esther Hicks, maybe I'll tap into her and I'll be like, what does she feel when she's channeling? How does she open herself up? And I tap into it and I do that. And, you know, that's how I connect spiritually or I'll find somebody else or I'll even tap into God. I'll just be like, God, give it to me. And, you know, he just, he gives me the spirituality and the peace and it's um, really nice. So I have, you know, I have confidence in my spirituality and, uh, you know, emotional confidence with emotions, I guess I, I, I guess I learn a lot of emotional confidence from movies, um, still mimicking, but from movies, you know, sometimes there are some things that I didn't learn in life and I get them from movies and I watch it and I'm like, I understand that this is a movie, but you have to step so much into this character that the people on the outside who are watching this movie need to feel you. They really need to feel you and believe that this is real. So when I tap into a movie and maybe I'll see people like working out like their emotional, you know, their emotions. And I see people, you know, expressing their emotions in these, in these movies. And I'm like, well, I can do the same thing. I, I guess I didn't know how before, but I know how now. And I know that my emotions are normal. So I have confidence in expressing my emotions. And um, it's really, really just one of my main ways to learn confidence is to just watch people <laughs> <That's> awesome <laughs> this is, i'm i'm actually learning uh, a lot about you today <laughs> this is enter the enter kira's mind is is the podcast <laughs> for today <laughs> all right let's hit them hit them with your number one tool I mean, when I think of confidence for me, especially the biggest one would be like social confidence, uh, interpersonal confidence. So I, I mean, I was always sort of the introverted type and grew up on a street where there were not a lot of kids to play with. And I kept to myself a lot. And there are a lot of people like that out there, right? They just kind of like spend a lot of time on their computer or reading books or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with doing those activities but there is an opportunity cost to not socializing and the opportunity cost is that you lose out on exposure to situations you lose out on social uh social cue practicing you lose out on social skills practicing and so when i so when i moved to California seven years ago, I really became like more and more social. Like I was going out like every single night, even during the week, Monday through Friday, I'd be out salsa dancing, out dancing bachata. It was like, you know, I'd be going out Saturday night, be out until 3 a.m. at the bars, Friday and Saturday nights. Like, and the amount of growth that I experienced was tremendous. It's a really, really good tool because I, I completely, like, I completely agree. When I moved to Hollywood and I got in, um, you know, in the Miami crowd, Miami Beach, it was just so nice to be able to practice, like, being friends with people because in New Jersey, I think I had, like, two friends. You know, I had one girlfriend and I had one guy friend. And those are the friends that I would hang out with. And there was nobody else really in New Jersey that I was interested in spending my time with but when I came to Miami these people were alive successful fun funny adventurous spontaneous and it was so nice to get in front of them and 
you know, learn to, to be me again. That's really cool that we, we both had similar experiences there. Uh, yeah. Relocating and we kind of to a new city, new, new area of the country. And we experienced a lot of growth as a result. Yeah. It's really interesting. And, um, it's just so true. I feel like the hometown, you just can't do it. Just, <laughs> you got to get out of the hometown. <laughs> um, okay. So my second secret for growing my self-confidence, I look at myself as I am a good friend and I say really kind things about myself. Like sometimes I'll look at my Instagram as if I'm not me and somebody's like, oh yeah, this is my friend Kira or this is my girlfriend Kira. And I'm like, damn, damn, that, she's really pretty. She's like, and then I hear them telling me about me, but like as somebody else. So like, they'll be like, yeah, she's a mind me programmer. She's always so happy. She's got such great energy. She's got a really good connection to God. She's always stating her opinions and trying to help. And I'm like, wow, she seems like a really fucking cool person. Right. So I just, I talk to myself like that, or, um, I look at myself in the mirror as if I'm somebody else, but also me. And I, I allow myself to open my mind up and see the beauty that I have inside of me and be like, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you like the other day when you winked at that fucking hot ass guy from across the room, you nailed it. Oh my God. Your energy was so fucking good. And it just, it's, it really fucking works. Like it, it, it really, really works just like it works. If you were to talk some life into your best friend and your best friend is like, bitch, you are right. You know? So it's like having that conversation with yourself instead. And that really, really grows my confidence. That's pretty cool. This, the, uh, these are straight up like mental tools here. Like I didn't realize you do this much, uh, like intentional, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, it's a little really, hard sometimes, but. Uh, what makes it, what makes it hard? You think? Because it's like, it's myself and like, I'm straight up like feeding the energy to myself. So it's like, it gets a little weird sometimes because I'm not always, you know, well, at least I don't know about our listeners, but I am not always incredibly kind to myself I you know sometimes I can be really hard on myself um and so when I'm really feeding myself like that energy and I'm like bitch you literally just killed it I'm like really like you really think that like really it's so fucking nice thank you so it's it's nice and you just got to kind of feel into it but um it's yeah it's a great fucking method great tool for self-confidence well, the inner dialogue, I kind of, that, that kind of came out in last week's episode on self-love. Uh, yeah. You were interviewing Judith and you gave your examples of how you talk to yourself positively. You know, Judith was like, yeah, Kira is, Kira's doing it exactly, exactly how you should do it. Talking to yourself, yeah. like, you know, you're killing it. You're doing awesome. And uh, that's kind of neat. That's something I probably could do more of. Um yeah, right. But I I I've been watching my internal dialogue also, but it's taken a little bit of a different uh, angle. I try to catch myself using internal dialogue that refers to a non-reality. And so what I mean by that is like 
let's say I get to work and I get to work late and it's, let's say it's 8.05 and I, I wanted to get to work at eight o'clock. And one thing you could tell yourself in that moment is I should have left earlier, right? Now, what examine that internal dialogue. If you say to yourself, I should have left earlier, that is a non-reality because you did not leave earlier, right? And so now you're taking your mind and you're pushing it farther and farther away from reality. So I switch up my internal dialogue and I say to myself, okay, well, what time is it right now? It's 8.05. Okay, what can I accomplish right now at 8.05? What's the best thing I can do right now at 8.05? And that brings my mind back to reality because the reality is that it's 8.05. That's a tool that I use maybe not so much for self-confidence, but to keep my mind in the present moment. Which does help with self-confidence. You said you're taking your mind and you're pushing it farther and farther away from reality. And I think that that is so fucking important for you to realize and catch yourself. It's almost like forming, this is a golden nugget in this episode, but it's almost like you're forming like a bro code in your mind. So it's like, the bro code, you know, imagine like you're out with your bros or, you know, me and my bitches and, you know, there's a code. And when somebody crosses that code, um, you know, you're like, bro, it's the code, please. Let's, let's respect the code. So it's like, if you're pushing your mind farther and farther away from reality, um, you know, you can say like, bro code, <laughs> bro code, get your ass back here. You know, fuck it. I, I, I left a little late. I should have done this. But if it's really that painful to me that I got to work late, then I have confidence in myself. I trust myself enough that I've worked this out in my mind that tomorrow I am going to come to work on time if it's that fucking serious to me. You know, so it's, it's that pushing the mind away from reality. I think that that's a really big one for self-confidence because when you're in the, the present moment and you're not so wrapped up in these weird fucked up illusions that you have in your mind, there's always going to be something life giving in the present moment, always going to be something that, that can feed your confidence in the present moment. Yeah. And I think the sad thing is that if you were to actually inventory the thoughts and survey survey the internal dialogue of every single human there's going to be some humans where a lot more of their dialogue is non-reality where most of what they say to themselves during the day is i should have oh i could have why didn't this happen and some people it's not and i'll guarantee you that the most successful people on planet earth are not talking to themselves in non-reality that is the best shit i've ever heard in my life <laughs> that is some really fucking good shit there's like there could be thoughts that are going on in like somebody's mind like on a day-to-day -day basis with like i should have done this i should have done that oh this happened years ago do you remember that feeling that happened eight years ago and like they're just living in an illusion and it's oh that's that's an episode that's <laughs> we got to get on that there's a good quote from the former ceo of disney walt disney company uh his name is bob Iger, and he said that any successful entrepreneur needs to have one foot in the present and one foot in the future 
and it's about being adaptive mm -hmm. to change, right? I wonder how many people have one foot in the present and one foot in the past, and or one foot in reality, one foot in non-reality. When I was in college, I worked at an ice cream store, and one day the owner said, "Can you like make make me a small ice cream cone or something like that?" Right, and I and I scooped out the ice cream and then she's like, this is not the right size. She's like, you've worked here for how long and you don't know how to, how, like how much to put in the scoop. Okay. So the pitfall there would be to take that personally present day. If that happened to me today, mm. I would say to that boss, I would say, let me watch you do one really quick. And I would yeah. watch her technique very carefully. I would see, does she scoop from the back to the front? Does she scoop from the side to the other side? And maybe that difference in technique that I'm using is what's causing the size of the scoop to be different. A similar example would be uh, when I coach skateboarding, sometimes I coach very little kids because there's a great opportunity to help them develop intellectually, socially, et cetera, right? Apart from the mm -hmm. skateboarding. So one kid, he's trying to do this. He's actually just running up the ramps and it's a big ramp and he's just trying to like get on top of the ramp and he can't do it and he's getting frustrated. And I'm telling him, he's, he's young. I think he's like five or something. But wow. I'm telling him, what are you trying to accomplish? Because the technique you're using is not accomplishing it. So you need to change your technique. You need to change your strategy. And yeah, I'm probably using a lot of words that are too advanced for him. But he got, he got the idea. He got the point. I was like, you need to do something different, right? What you're doing is not working. And so I'm completely, I'm, I'm, I'm re-guiding him away from this you know, oh, I'm frustrated. I can't do it. You know, what's wrong with me? I can't do it. I'm re I'm guiding him into problem solving. Like, what do I need to do different here? And that lesson is priceless lesson. That's a, that's a really, really great example. Yeah. Agreed. And I think that having confidence in other areas, um, can help with that as well. You know, I remember maybe like five years ago or something, like if I were telling somebody how natural law worked, you know, and they were like, that's not how it works. I would be like, yes, the fuck it is. So, so back the fuck up now, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> I'd get angry, you know, because there was something that I didn't know and I reacted to it through ill confidence because I, I didn't have any confidence in it. I, you know, I got angry that somebody had more confidence than me in the matter that I am so excited about and arrogant, clearly. But um, nowadays, you know, if I'm discussing a topic with somebody, you know, and they say, that's actually not how it works, I'd say, interesting. I really believe that that's how it would work. What do you have? You know, like, what's, what's your answer? Let's put our minds together and see, you know? And I think that you having, being able to stop and have that confidence in yourself to know that, which actually brings us um, to my third thing. But when you have that confidence in yourself, um, you know, you're able to open your mind up to what somebody else has to say about it. So that way, if there is a slight chance that you were wrong or there's something that you could add into it to understand it a little better, you know, then you have the confidence to communicate that, to socially sit down with somebody and communicate that. Um, so I think that, yeah, that's, that's a big one. And I love that. I love that you have this little five-year-old and 
You're just teaching them the ways of life through skateboarding. Oh yeah, <laughs> good <sweet>. stuff. <laughs> what can you clarify what your last one was? I don't know if I got it clearly. I didn't say it yet. Oh, okay. um, go for it. So my third secret to confidence is know that what I'm saying holds truth. So I assert it. I think that when I was younger, it was one of those things where like I assert the fuck out of it and refuse any other incoming information. It's like, bitch, this is, these are my words. You can't say anything about them. Right. So I'm, I'm assert that. Right. I feel like when I was younger, that's what I was. I was or I wasn't asserting it at all. And it would come out as almost a question. Like, do you guys believe in this? Because I don't believe in this. So I'm going to wait for you to accept it. So that way I can accept it too. And those were like my two levels of like burning hot and just freezing cold. There was no in the middle. But nowadays, since I'm now confident in what I know, I can assert what I'm saying and give off the vibration and the energy that I do not need you to accept me. I already accept this idea in my head. Um, I know it to be true. I'm confident in it. I've been practicing it. It's mine. So I'm going to say this to you. And if you have something, you know, to add, great. Or if you want me to teach you, great. But the, one of my main things for confidence is really just asserting what I know, because it, it holds truth. Anything that you believe holds truth. And it's just like being confident in the, the bad things. So it's like, I could be very confident. I could be the most confident human in the world, but confident in what? Confident in the fact that I can't socialize. Confident in the fact that I cannot start a business. Confident in the fact that I am not worthy, right? So those are like, everybody is confident. Everybody has had experiences that have led you to be confident in a specific belief. So if you are, you know, asserting what you know, whether it's good or bad, it holds truth. So it can be changed. It can be uh, malleable if you want it to. But yeah, that's definitely one of my biggest things is asserting what I know. What I'm gathering from that is that experiences, life experiences always result in more confidence because mm -hmm. you get more engagement with reality. And so you understand what happens. You see it over and over, you test, you experiment. And that's what produces that level of certainty that you're talking about, uh, which yes. I think is very cool. And so I think one of the tools that has become apparent from today's episode is gaining experience. I think one thing that can add to our confidence is to understand reality as the authority as opposed to any other person, right? Because another person can come up to you and say, no, that's not true, or it doesn't work that way or whatever, right? And you might start to wonder like, oh, are they right? Like, are they the authority here? And, and that's never the case. It's always reality who's the authority. And so what you would do is you would take whatever they're saying and, and you would say, okay, well, let's try it the way you're saying and let's see, let's see what happens. Like maybe you're right. And then you do, you do ABC and see what happens. And, uh, and then that person might be wrong or they might be right, mm -hmm. but the person is not the authority. Reality is the authority and will tell you what's going on. Wrapping up 
if we were to do like a little power mini meditation of, of some sort, some mental practice, right? The mental practice I think for today would be what is the cause and effect relationship here? Forgetting about whether some sort of event means that I am less of a person or more of a person. Uh, they liked my post. They didn't like my post on social media. What's the cause and effect there? What was the result of my communication? As opposed to, do they like me? Do they not like me? Let's get rid of those questions and let's adopt better questions such as, well, what was the result of these actions? What outcome did my efforts or my actions produce? What about you? What's your thoughts from today? I really think it'd be a great question for you to just sit down and decipher what you're actually confident in. Like I said, you can be, you're confident. You're already confident. You really are. You have so much experience. You're confident. But what are you confident in? Are you confident that whenever you're feeling low, you can always find somebody that'll make you feel happier? Are you confident that when you wake up feeling good in the morning, that your day is going to be fucking fire? Are you confident that you're really good at communicating, but when it comes to intimacy, you're horrible, right? Are you confident in that? Or, you know, what are, what are you confident in? What do you, what can you expect in your life out of your confidence? And um, I think that that's just a great, just bomber of a question. Totally. Yeah, I like that. So next week we have an awesome episode coming up. A new guest will be interviewed. So I look forward to that. As always, uh, if this was helpful for you, then please uh, show your love by hitting the like button and sharing with family and friends and join our free Facebook group. It's at facebook.com slash groups slash enter the mind. Uh, we post a lot of polls there and there's discussion after each episode. So uh, join the fun and we'll see you in that Facebook group.